Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> All right, dudes. So, uh, I had somebody send a little message in for for old Benjamin here today. Fuck you, Ben. My cat eye is fabulous, motherfucker. He's the only one who could uh, make the word fabulous, not homo. <laughs> fabulous. Hey, Guess my what? dude. It's, it's Pride Month and that cat eye is still shitty. Still gay. It's fabulous. <laughs> Congratulations. You made it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have c in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8 plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Hi, everybody. This is Ben, Tyler, and Corey from America's Diesel Podcast coming from Spokane, Washington. Great. appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, make sure and check us out on all the normal podcast avenues. You know what they are. If you need to order or need to place an order for your truck, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. You said quick ship logo it is in stock, ready to rock. Check out our Facebook group, America's Diesel Podcast. That, yeah, America's Diesel Podcast dash the group. Three questions you must answer to get in there. We go live on our Instagram every Wednesday right around 5 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, also check out our TikTok for Diesel Power Products. It's getting fired up pretty pretty hot tile reviews oh yeah keep those reviews coming in there's actually uh, one of the new reviews it was a five-star review but it was just like he just put uh, a steamy pile of crap <laughs> i'm pretty sure that might be mitch because <laughs> when when i talked to him today uh, on the phone uh-huh. he said he sent a review and, and uh he wants shirts Oh. I said, we've got shirts. Uh, yeah, we've got <laughs> shirts. I've got a few thousand. Yeah, but keep those five-star reviews coming in. Uh, if you do f- put a five-star review on any of the platforms you listen to this on, screenshot that review, send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send you a decal. Sweet. Yep. 
If you're placing orders on the website, type in podcast. We can track it. If you're talking to a salesman, let them know you're a podcast listener so we can track it because uh, money makes the world go around and microphones and beer ain't cheap. Fact. So, uh, if you didn't know, we filmed two podcasts a session. We have two things to talk about. Do you want to talk about the article you sent or do you want to talk about more of my shitty old F-250? It, it, well, I guess it depends. Okay. What are we doing for the second one? <laughs> Well, I, I could you got, I could make an entire episode of one light bulb on my truck. Oh so, <laughs> please no, nobody He's wants that. <laughs> um, you you pick. I, I don't care. Well, we're gonna start with my truck then, because I drove it today and I'm happy. Okay, cool. That gives me time to get that article up. Yeah, sick. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, I did recently pick up a another fairly high mileage seven three surprise prize, um, and I took it over to uh, Chris, one of our sales guys who has a, a shop out of Medical Lake. Uh, we got the transmission. I wouldn't say fixed or dialed. We got the transmission working. Working. It's working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I actually drove it that weekend, like the next day. I actually loaded my family up it, and it was kind of fun driving it. And then uh, we were leaving our friend's house that night, and I'm going to turn the headlights on and realize that uh, one of my headlights just doesn't work. Low beams don't work. Yeah. High beams work. Low beams don't. So, like, great. So that weekend, uh, the next morning, I kind of got into it. I was like, okay, let's get the basics. I changed the bulb, look at everything, and all that kind of stuff. And, and basically, I changed the bulb, nothing changed. But having the bulb out, when you turn the high beams on, I could see the the low beam little filament mm -hmm. was like barely glowing. Like So it was getting something. Just not enough. Just not enough. And so I was looking at it and I'm like, okay. And the way that these light, it has a 05 to 07 headlight conversion on there. So it's got three wires coming out. Middle is the ground. Uh, there's a wire to the right and a wire to the left. And I'm going to preface this with, it ended up being way simpler than I thought it was. And I'm fucking pissed, but I'm glad I found it. So okay. join me on this fucked up journey. All right. Because I almost tore the harness all the way apart. Yeah, because one of the previous episodes I talked about buying a Power Pro with a little yeah. you know, the yeah. sniffer. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that now. Still going to buy one because I kind of want one, but don't even need it. Do anymore. you have C clamps on the battery cables on this truck? No, it's got real terminals. Okay, yeah, and Fantastic. battery hold downs. Amazing upgrade. I, <laughs> I had to buy battery hold downs, but it's got them. You probably had to buy a new C clamp because you sold the truck with a C clamp on it. <laughs> Those of you wondering, my blue truck had a C clamp holding the bow terminal on, and that was the tightest terminal on that truck. <laughs> Yeah. Never failed. <laughs> that truck started in 20 degree weather all day. Yeah. All day. It's amazing the vibrations of that engine never loosened it. And that, that didn't have a battery hold down either. <laughs> not, even a, not even a bungee cord. You should make C-clamp battery hold downs. Yeah. Like manufactured shitty looking parts. Yeah. 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 People would probably buy them. They probably would. Seven, three people are weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyhow, so, <clears throat> so I'm looking at this thing, right? And first things first, I should have pulled up a schematic, but I didn't. Okay. I'm like, I have a voltmeter. You know, I've, I, you know, I've done this conversion before. I know what I'm looking for. I have pictures from when I did my conversion of what the harnesses looked like before I did it. So I went and made sure the wires were in the right orientation. Okay, cool. So I immediately start looking at it. And when you're looking at the bulb, you can see one filament goes to the right and one filament goes to the left, both connecting to the center where the ground is obviously. And the filament to the right is the one that was, you know, barely coming on with low beams. Mm -hmm. So you know, right, right side, and that ended up being the green wire with the black line. Green with black. You're going to remember that. So I'm, now I'm chasing down a green with black wire. 
and it's on the driver's side. So I'm looking up, going through the harness, trying to find it on the other side, you know, and I test the connections mm -hmm. on that one, and it's fine. I test the connections on the ground, and it's fine. And I'm trying to hunt down those green with black wire, green with black wire, green with black wire. Can't find it, can't find it, can't find it. I got the fuse box upside down, can't find it. Whatever. I finally find it going down somewhere else. I'm like, that's odd. Anyways, um, but then I think to myself, you know, after two or three days, not two or three solid days, but an hour here, an hour there of still trying to figure it out, I go and look because it seems very odd to me because like I can, when I clip the wire from the connection, I can like tap the positive on the battery and it lights up. Mm -hmm. And when I turn the high beams on, it lights up. But for some reason, the low just isn't coming on. I'm like, this is really weird. And so I end up and I'm just, and I'm staring at this fucking schematic for like days. My <laughs> wife even commented, she's like... Are you looking like what first off, what are you looking at? Yeah. It's like this wiring schematic for the headlights on the, on the green truck. She's like, I, I don't know what you're I feel like you've been looking at the same thing for like three days. Like, is everything okay? And like, yeah, that's fine. I'm just I'm banging my head against the wall trying to figure this out. Like I'm I'm ready to just like open every fucking <laughs> harness and find where it's broken. Yeah. Or bare and the part that's tripping me out is barely working. Right. It's barely working. Even yeah. when I ground it out, it's like, but it's still barely working. I'm yeah. Like, Fuck, what the shit's going on? So finally, I'm staring at the, the the schematic. I'm staring, I'm staring, I'm staring. And I noticed that, so the low beams come together and go to a switch. The high beams, or the wires come together and then go to one switch. The high beams stay two wires the entire way. I'm like, okay. Well... All right, but I'm only getting partial juice. All right, whatever. And then I'm looking at it, and I see that the the headlight connection for the driver's side is labeled left side, and it's on the left side of the schematic. And I need the driver's side. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I'm facing the truck, so I've been looking at the right one the entire time. <laughs> but still doesn't change a whole lot of fact. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Just to be sure here, I'm going to go check the wiring on the other side. Because I've been checking that, and I was like, Okay, this one's going to, you know, ohm it out here with the ground, ohm it out, ohm it out, ohm it out, ohm it out, and check voltage when these are on, check this, is, okay. <clears throat> so I go and look at the 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 passenger side, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, something just isn't right. Like, what the fuck? And I pull up the picture, and I pull up the other one, and I realize, whoever put that harness on, put the low beam where the ground was supposed to be. No, I'm sorry, the high beam where the ground was supposed to be and the ground where the low beam was supposed to be. Oh, shit. And if you recall, the low beams are connected from uh, from passenger side over to driver, then to power. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, this is new. Um, so I fix that. And then I go to turn the headlights on, and now I don't get any glow on the driver's side bulb anymore. And I'm like, I'm ready to, like, throw my tools through the windshield. Like you thought I'm you like, fixed it and now like, it's I, worse. Like, the glow went away. <laughs> ah, I'm like so pissed. And I'm like, okay, all right, just basics. Now we, we've fi we fixed an issue. Yeah. And I had Tyler in the back of my head. What's going right? Mm -hmm. I'm so focused on what's going wrong. What's going right? Okay. Well, the switch works. I pulled it out, checked that. Yeah. The wiring's good. I got the, you know, the, the fuse box flips upside down. Okay. Turn the headlights on. Okay. You know, the wire going from the fuse box to the fitting, which is now, I know, a blue with white wire, which is now low beams. Yeah. Blue with white wire. So one side on the fuse box with, with it on, fuse box, and then to the end, and I'm reading, you know, millivolt, barely anything. Yeah. And then I go to, I, I turn the high beams on, 
or no, I, I look at the passenger side. I do that same thing, and it's reading like 11.9, 12 volts. I'm like, okay. So I have now, again, isolated to yeah. these, the same area. Was that just a different cable? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like getting super pissed at myself. I'm like, oh, I'm still back where I started, but at least I know now for sure. And I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know if I ever checked the where they spliced the new harness in. Yeah. On this wire, because I wasn't checking this wire before. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I was checking the, the wrong other, fucking the, wire, because yeah. it was the other one. Yeah. And so I grab it, and I'm like, I poke it right before the connection, 12 volts. <laughs> Clip it off, butt connector, shrink wrap, I got headlights. <laughs> fucking, like... Wiring genius over here. <laughs> again. Like, and I'm not saying, I, I'm not good at wiring. No, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I feel good now. Yeah. I'm very happy now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but I was kind of pissed because I, I was just like, man, if I had just slowed down yeah. and instead of, and this kind of goes with a little bit of, of like life stuff too, but it's like when you're getting ready to embark on a project, like there is, there is such thing as analysis paralysis. Like you can sit yeah. there and analyze it so much. But if I had just before I even really tried to diagnose things, if I had stopped, okay, Give me my five minutes of research before I do anything. Before I even take the... I mean, I would say after I just check the bulb, yeah. once I know it's going to be something with wiring, stop. Basics. Yeah. Find a schematic. Get familiar with the schematic and then start looking at stuff. I'm not saying you got to study it for four days. Yeah. Just look at it for five minutes. Yeah. And just kind of like, oh, here's there. There's that. Here's that. Because if I had looked at that with like the hood open the first time, I would have noticed the passenger side immediately. Yeah. And at least at that point, I would have been like, it's very weird that the passenger side is wired incorrectly and my, my driver's side doesn't work. But I know that that's wrong. So I'm going to fix that. Yeah. And I would have been already ahead of where I am now. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, well, now the glowing's not there anymore. But I know that's right. And then I would have just continued to look at the schematic and figure it out. Probably would have been a two-hour process. Yeah. But I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's okay. I, uh, I, I had something kind of, well, idiotic uh -huh. with the Suburban, the 6.2. Mm -hmm. I kept on waking up to dead batteries. But then when I would check the alternator, it was charging. And I'm like, what the hell? And mm -hmm. I put a new, I put, I think that only had one. That's got to be one wire. Yeah. But I didn't check the alternator charging wire going uh -huh. to the battery. <laughs> and I, when I finally looked at that, it was like, there was like only one strand like left of the <laughs> copper that was still holding on to that. I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Why didn't I look at Because I would test it at the alternator uh -huh. and be like, yeah, this thing's making juice, but it's not charging my battery. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Oh, it was just the wire. So fucking up. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I think I made a comment before that I liked wiring. I like installing new things mm -hmm. with new wiring, mm -hmm. but like the checking of, <laughs> especially like, you know, harness and that sort of thing. Some of that can be, you know, a pain in the ass. Because mm -hmm. like, I, I even started, I was Googling all kinds of shit. Like my browser was like, you couldn't even see the words just a bunch of questions. anymore. Just a bunch of questions. <laughs> yeah. Because I, you know, and trying to ask the right, but sometimes wrong question to get the right answer. Yeah. So I, was, I looked up like, you know, 2000 F250 one low beam not working yeah low beam issues yeah wiring issues and it was always basically like not working i couldn't find one that actually like barely working barely working yeah um so at that point you know i probably should have known to myself like this is not a normal thing something something's a bit fucky like, yeah. you know what i mean like it's not it's not a normal problem this is not a blown fuse this is not a a broken wire or something like that it actually ended up being a broken connection but like this is like something some kind of fuck is going on here yeah 
Because if I if they had wired that side correctly, yeah. When I looked at the driver's side, I I would have tested all the connections immediately. But because I didn't look at the schematic first and do anything else first, I started off with bad information on what wire to start checking. Yeah. And that's where I just fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the bulbs work now. I'm very happy with it. Um, the other thing that I did on the truck, uh, which I mentioned before, you know, when I started having transmission issues, bought a tuner. So, <laughs> so I have uh, my Edge. Classic. Evolu- yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I installed the, the Edge Evolution CS2 on there. Um, I think the last one of the other episodes I talked about, I had to get a, a new stock file from, from Kurt, um, got that loaded in, and finally got to start driving it. Um, and of course I went straight to the fucking extreme too. I'm not going to fuck around with anything smaller yeah, than yeah. that. Um, but I got that on there and finally got to drive it last night. I, it, it fucking moves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's got, it's got the hundred horsepower tune on there. Yeah. There's a straight OBD2 tuner. There's no, there's no chip in there or anything like that. Right. And like, how do I put this right? Like. I've always run custom tuning on all of my yeah um, as in like Hydra or like yeah uh, I mean before I worked at it, Tony Wildman tunes I've had DB tunes uh, Gearhead I still I love Edge but Gearheads are still my favorite yeah hands down they'll always be my favorite um, I ran at one point I had a TS chip um, TS six tunes yeah. on there um, but I've I've yet to run I've never run no I had I did an Edge revolver way back. Uh, like when they first came out, I, it was on the first excursion for like, for like two weeks. Oh, okay. I tried it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I've never done just an OBD2 port tuner on a 7.3. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, and this isn't even a switch on the fly one. No. Maybe I'm getting old enough to where I don't care about switch on the fly anymore, no. yeah. I guess. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I am extremely impressed with it. It shifts fucking great. It like... It woke that truck up incredibly well. Yeah. It, like, it was when I drove it last weekend and, like, I was, like, laying into it to get on the freeway. It was, like, having issues trying to figure out what gear to be in. And I know it's on 37s, uh, but it was, like, just not okay. Like, hard shifting, barely doing anything, rattling. This, like, it starts up. It's smooth. The exhaust sounds great. Obviously, now I have an actual exhaust on there, but it, like... When you lean into it, it does what it's supposed to do. Comes up on boost, ICP comes up. It's just it. I'm absolutely amazed, and I, I feel bad that I took me this long to run like an evolution, an evolution tuner on there. Yeah. Um. So cheers to you, Edge. Thank you for. I mean, you've been making a good product for a very long time for it, obviously. But um, I'm really impressed with it. I'm. I I do like the CS2 monitor. Uh, one thing I didn't realize is that I thought I was going to be able to watch at least like nine pids at once, um, but I can only watch eight i thought it'd be three rows of three mm. uh but it's two rows of four if i recall correctly um that makes or is it sense. is it two rows of four or is it six only i've got it's six six two rows of three two rows of three yeah which i mean any more would make probably the font too small to i agree yeah but it's a seven three guy I could watch all kinds of pits. Yeah. All right. So like right now I've got on there IPR, ICP, boost, drive pressure, battery voltage, and transmission fluid temperature. Um, I'll be able to get rid of battery voltage because I usually put one of those cigarette lighter ones in there that just watches yeah. it all the time. Yep. Um, but, and I am going to get a fuel pressure sensor for it 
but I also have an EGT Pro for it, so I need at least seven. <laughs> like, shit. shit. So which one? And I, normally I, wa I watch oil temperature as well. Um, I'm like, man, maybe I do need a CTS3. <laughs> or I could just decide what I don't want to watch. Yeah. Which I probably should anyways. Yeah. I mean, I, no one needs to watch all of that. Yeah. Except me. I'm a 7.3 guy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, very impressed with it. And maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse here. But I need to get this thing up in the air and actually count revolutions of tire to drive shaft. Because, like, in my head, I know it has three seven threes. But I'll tell you right now, the way it drives, it does not feel like 373s. It feels like 410s. Um, so well, couldn't you do a like a calculation with a GPS with your speed? I could. I'm surprised you haven't yet. I really I just today's the first day I drove it. Oh. But it just I I don't know. I feel like even if I do the calculation, it's it's gonna be one of those things where like it's gonna be right in between both. Like, <laughs> it's gonna come out as like three point nine eight or yeah. something like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like I, I would, I would feel better if I actually did the tire rotation with with the drive shaft just to be sure. Um, or I mean, I'm sure I need to change my diff fluid because I'm not Tyler, and at that point I'll just look at the ring gear because it'll have it stamped on there. Uh, that was a question asked today. What if you change your diff fluid? If oh. I change my diff fluid, yeah. <laughs> I told him no. <clears throat> so I'm you, never going to change it now, and I'm going to be that guy. Like I got 250 thousand miles, I've never changed it. You guys are going to give me bad habits. Bad habits start with you. <laughs> what do you got pulled up here, Corey? I figured we'd use it for the next episode, but now that you see it. It'll, yeah. So uh, title here is from Motrend. says 2023 <laughs> F4 F450 Lightning XLT year-long test. Off to a bumpy start with, quote, range liar. Well, they should be 2023 Ford F150 Lightning truck of the year. <laughs> Year-long test, off to a bumpy start. <laughs> With the range liar slash, uh, by the way, another recall. Oh, fantastic. All yeah. right, so what, what, what do we got going on oh, here, says, Corey? EV life in the Midwest is nothing like EV life in Southern California. And no we're shit. gaining a keen appreciation from Middle America's reluctance to go electric. Frank Marcus? Andy Hedrick? Uh, you guys he just, are Andy okay. Just took, Andy just took the pictures. Okay. Well, no, well, go back to the top. Who was the writer? Uh, Frank Marcus. Okay, Ryder. Frank Marcus. So far, from what I've read of this article, you're a fucking man. <laughs> yeah, you are getting it, my friend. Let's see if you're. Uh, so to to shout out, um, Honey Badger. Yeah, he literally just posted this in the podcast group. Oh, and right I on. saw it and I was like, this might make for a pretty pretty good topic here. Yeah, so. yeah. If you're if you're sensitive to just indeed motor trans second year long F fifty lightning arrival. Wow, right. literally thirteen minutes ago. That's nice I'm all right about blah blah blah. Bill on paper about it. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Smartest the most equipped. modestly equipped F one fifty lightning XLT model is one of Ford's the one that is learning it for twelve months after winning truck of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they did it. <laughs> That's why you guys did yeah, it. If you're wondering how on earth we'll find enough to say about two such similar long-termers for an out, oh, they have two of them. F-150. Uh, we're often early starting a difference or an experience. Michigan Base Lightning. The Water Winter Wonderland will present. Okay. Off to a bumpy start. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's get there. Yeah. Uh, Predicted 315 miles. 
Let's see. And arrived with less than 120 miles of range remaining, nowhere near enough to get home. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma's house lacks a church. So they went to grandma's house to pick up uh, their dog. And that just the added weight of the dog had dropped the no, <laughs> dropped the yeah. mileage. So it says the next morning the battery topped off at home with a cabin preconditioned. The range meter predicted three hundred fifteen thousand or three hundred fifteen miles, way more than enough for a hundred and thirty mile drive north to retrieve our pooch from Grandma's house. We drove with traffic at the prevailing Michigan speed, <laughs> 10, 10 miles over seventy mile limit. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. And arrived with less than one hundred twenty <laughs> miles of range remaining. Nowhere near enough to get us home. Yeah. So yeah, they, they at that point they should have had 157.5 miles remaining, if they were to come. Uh, up, and, to go back okay, and here's another. Grandma's house lacks a charger, and her town of Midland boasts just four, all of them 6.5 kilowatt level two chargers. So the en- entire town has four. He says just four. I don't know how big that town is, but uh, we talked ourselves into. Purchase nearby. Miller subs electric meter both near one of us got one of us got from thirty one to sixty seven percent charge in twenty four minutes at a peak charging rate of hundred and fifty five kilowatts, though we've observed as high as one eighty two in our SoCal truck. Surely that was plenty. Nope. <laughs> Driving ten ten over the seventy five limit on US ten uh, for the fifteen miles back to grandma's house consumed forty nine miles of indicated range. Our attempt to creep home at seventy miles miles an hour uh, traffic sneaking by on the left failed, forcing us to stop at a hundred twenty five kilowatt charge port. Curiously located inside the short uh, short term parking lot at the Flint Airport. Uh, it uh, dispensed 20 miles of range in 10 minutes before faulting out, <laughs> forcing us to complete the 58-mile run at 65 miles an hour, arriving on electric fumes. I had just purchased this for $85,779. I'd be asking for my money back if I had, had I just purchased. So it's my obviously f- not the one they got, but... My favorite is at the short-term parking lot. So that that's like the cell phone waiting lot. Are you sure? Because usually cell phone lots are called cell phone lots. Short term is short, like you pay for it. Yeah. Oh, is it? So uh, that means they had to pay, <laughs> pay to get into a fucking parking lot. Yeah. To use, then to pay more <laughs> to use a charger. They, they literally did this like this 120 mile round trip. Is that round trip? Or was no, that each way? It was just one way. So uh, they, they got to grandma's, didn't have enough charge. They had 120 miles. But they had to go 130. <laughs> then they tried to leave, and they still couldn't get there, and had to stop at another place. <laughs> this, That's so stressful. This, this, this a 120 mile trip just turned into like a sounds like a two day event. Yeah. <laughs> I used to drive 120 miles to like get a, get a beer. Yeah. You know? like, Seriously. It's my friend's birthday. I'll go have a beer real quick, and I'll come back home. Unbelievable. All right. Let's see here. The nickname Range Liar. Yeah, again, so far, Frank Marcus, you fucking rock, dude. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, get to the meat and potatoes here. Um, is this... Every trip consumed more miles of estimated range than miles traveled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed that Ford oh, is either right unable here, or unwilling. Yeah. Yeah, I'm disappointed that Ford is either unable or unwilling to give me the bad news about how far this truck will actually travel on a charge, especially when destinations are entered into the uh, native navigation system. And yes, 
oh yes, it was a, a late winter and we were running some heat. We were we we're also operating twenty miles from Ford's engineering headquarters, so this climate should be no surprise to the truck's computers. When pressed on the subject, Ford attempt attempted programming the system to present EPA best case range when <clears throat> charging via level two chargers like we've uh, got at home in the office. But an upcoming intelligent range feature coming via over the air update might soon change this. <laughs> so in other words, this truck is basically useless. <laughs> yeah. And the next they talk about aerodynamics and yes, the, the drag coefficient on that truck is absolutely fucking atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> drag coefficient is 0.44. Um, which to how do I put this into drag coef? Let's find out what else has a 0.44 drag coefficient. Um, so when it says like the pounds, Ben, I'm an idiot. Does that mean it's like okay? So at 85 miles an hour, it's like adding an additional 298 pounds. Yes. To the truck. Yeah, I assume that's the amount of force on it as it's driving at that speed. Yeah, and so that's force the, on that's it, the not necessarily horsepower. It needs to overcome it. <laughs> um, so let's see here. For um, yeah, so for reference here, uh, a point four four drag coefficient is basically um, it's less than a circle. So just if if you guys are wondering, like the, when people think like, oh, a, a, if you were to like have a, a ball or sphere going through there, it's it's aerodynamic. It's actually not really. If you were to add a tail on the end of that, it becomes a lot more aerodynamic because yeah. the air coming off it does, isn't as dirty. It actually has a nice slammer flow coming off it. Much like having you know like a camper show on the back of a truck, you don't yeah. have that air coming down, getting swashed around, and, and then you have what's called dirty air or lots of air coming off it. Um, so things that are around 0.44 uh, drag coefficient, um, just a random circle, um, a half sphere. Uh, a cone, so like like a triangle with a point yeah. going forward, uh, that would have a 0.5 uh, drag coefficient. Um, and the general rule of thumb is you have to to be able to what's considered flying. Uh, Come on, Ben, you got this. Oh man, it's been a long time since I had <laughs> drag coefficient stuff. Um, but to to give you guys another idea, there a streamlined body, so like an airplane wing, roughly has a drag coefficient of 0. 0.04. <laughs> okay, so when we're talking about, like, drag, this thing this thing is not slipping through the this air. This thing's a billboard compared to an it's airplane a, it's a, Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not slipping through anything here. Um, and you want things, obviously, to be able to slip through the air. This ain't slipping through shit. <laughs> no, like, no. It's... I, I, I'm almost positive a cow is more aerodynamic than this. <laughs> what is... Can you Google what is the yeah. air coefficient of Aero. a... Uh, or drag coefficient drag of a coefficient cow. <laughs> cow. Someone did a test on this in an actual fucking wind tunnel. Um, <laughs> a wait, cow's really? probably pretty freaking good. Let's see. What is the average drag coefficient of a cow? That's an actual test. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? I would ride a cow versus owning an F-150 Lightning. Okay. I mean, so... <laughs> Peyton's got cows. It can tow more <laughs> for longer. <laughs> for longer too. Probably cost less. <laughs> and it costs way less, and you can eat it when yeah. you're done with it. Yeah. <laughs> if it breaks down or whatever, you just cut open and eat the fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Sorry, you guys can't hear this, but I'm watching. What, a video what else? Of... Is there any more? 
pre-read it while he's uh, looking at this. Okay, so he goes over his specs here. Okay. Oh, my God. The XLT, which is like their base model, which he said it was the most base model of those trucks, I believe, on the the, the uh, beginning of this, $65,369. But heaven, but heaven help the truck buyer who passes on the $12,005 upgrade for the extended range battery. And that's 80, only 80 miles for of range. 80 miles, dude. How much is that per mile? Wow. It's, Oops. $600 for a fucking Tonneau? What? Is that right? Does that have like Times a solar panel 80? on it? Yeah. So you're paying $167 per mile of, of added range for that $12,500 upgrade. It's not worth it. It's Tonneau cover. 595 soft trifle offer rigid folding is 1200 blah 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 noticeably lighter and easier to move yeah 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 then the most recent year long but the spring loaded latches on the rear seem cheap and fragile sadly the chip shortage <coughs> robbed our truck of the onboard scales feature scroll down kind of protection of high speeds you'll arrive a lot later <laughs> if you had 10 broad forces additional ch- charging stopper I mean, to be fair, if it was 130 miles and he only went, what, 10 miles an hour over the limit, it's only, what, like an extra 15 minutes or so he saved? For, you said going, oh, going 10 miles an hour over versus yeah. just going the speed limit? Yeah, I mean, but I a truck should be able to go freaking 80 on the freeway. I agree. I agree. <laughs> this is 2023. <laughs> um, I couldn't find the cow one, but uh, to give you others perspective as well, as far as uh, semi-truck drag coefficients, usually anywhere from 0.5 to 0.7. So this thing is teetering on being as uh, aerodynamic as a fucking semi-truck. Um, and then yeah. for uh, scale on that, uh, the Tesla semi-truck is uh, 0.35. Exactly efficient. Oh. So it's very slippery, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, but it looks like it. 65% of our charging has been level 2 AC, resulting in lower per mile energy costs uh, than the DC Fast Charger California. We'll be running to the lakes using that pro power onboard. And I wouldn't to run a, a lawn and construction projects, not to mention the motor and tailgate party trailer and lots more. The big question is, will we take it on long enough trips to cure 20,000 miles, given that everybody in this office dreads the prospect of traveling around the nation's midsection? What? Wait, hold on. Everybody in this office dreads the prospect of traveling around the nation's midsection? Or, oh, well, with Meaning that. Meaning like the Midwest, yeah. Well, I mean, do they have consent to travel around yeah. our nation's midsection? Where chargers are fewer or farther between <laughs> and, frequent, and frequently foobar. So basically, this is like uh, just an absolute pain in the ass. Yeah, it sounds like somebody came to their senses. Yeah. Someone actually did and wrote an article about it from Motor Trend. Thank you. Yeah. I want to find out more about this guy. Frank Marcus. I'll go uh, scroll down. Motor Trend's Michigan 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning XLT service life. Oh, that's just their options that they got. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. They got a lot. Okay, for the 2020 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, for us, it'll cost 18K to power a house. 
with our Ford F-150 Lightning. We're paying 650 years to subscribe to our Ford F-150 Lightning. What the hell? Car no, it's the inevitable podcast. Ding! <laughs> That's from May 20th yeah, this year. Okay. I'm sure they have nothing but great things to say about the Ford oh, Lightning. yeah. It did. It wasn't inconvenient at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, does Frank, like, fight with the guys from Inevitable? Ding. Uh, if he's not, <laughs> he, he, he's going to be. Frank, you want to come on the podcast? He's <laughs> coming. More tricks like you, Mr. He's from uh So, oh, this is just for, like, the Wi-Fi hotspot and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Which the new Fords have that, and they have a diesel, too. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Or, or you just buy it with, like, a... Or you just, like, turn boost. your hotspot on your phone. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or you save yourself like twenty five grand and just buy the the, the two seventy EcoBoost. Yeah, and have a great day. Yeah, and have yeah, and have and get cool noises. Yeah, yeah, and actually be able to you know make it home from grandma's house, picking up your dog in that heat, which your dog is just sitting in the truck in the heat <laughs> as you're waiting for your shit to charge. I can't imagine <laughs> having to try and explain like. To my wife and my kids, hey, now like, we, we can't, you know, we just got to hang out for a little bit here. Dude, God forbid, like, you have, like, a pregnant wife and you're, like, trying to make it to the hospital. But you forgot to charge your, your, rap, yeah. your, your, uh... oh, it says we got enough range, honey, let's go, let's go. And you're hauling ass and then, like, halfway there, your truck's dead on the side of the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Those blood stains are never going to come out of that back seat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Again, useless truck. Um, I I don't know what else to say about it. I think we've kind of beat this one to the ground. But I love it when they other people start to realize how useless these things are. Yeah, if this wouldn't have been a Motor Trend thing, I probably wouldn't have pulled it up. Yeah, but <laughs> seeing that it was Motor Trend, I I thought it was noteworthy. Oh, it's just so funny. You don't see any, like I said, like we've said, the the new Super Duty uh, should have been the truck of the year. I haven't seen one. Have you seen any recalls, any issues with the with the new Super Duties? I don't think I've seen any. Um, other than just the standard CP4 issues. Yeah, but I mean, there's no like recalls or like they're not stopping production. They're not no. doing anything like that. No. <coughs> What's our time at? I know Ben's on a. Short one today. 39. Let's, all right, let's cap this one off, yeah. probably. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, Frank, uh, I just looked you up on Twitter. Um, I couldn't find your email, but I might try and find it and give you an email and just give you a shout and say, hey, thanks for uh, keeping it real. I don't know if you're, uh, if you are truly like an actual diesel guy or not, which doesn't matter to me, but the fact that you're actually writing an article to keep it real enough with your experience with the Ford Lightning, um, you're grade A in my book, my friend. Yeah. Like, and that's all we're asking for. We're just trying to, to keep it fucking real. Just be, yeah, honesty. Like, this trip sucked with this truck. It was yeah. fucking stressful. Yeah, truck owners aren't going to like this. Nah. <laughs> God forbid they actually had something in the bed. Yeah. Or towing a, a fucking John boat. Oh, yeah, or I'm... You know, bubblegum. Anything. Heaven <laughs> you know. forbid they picked up too many cases of Mountain Dew. Yeah. 
Now they can't drive home. And we got all we got we got Jess and some Mountain Dew off the side. Babe. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. stop. Send the kid to the back. <laughs> Send, yeah. My God. Well, that's gonna about wrap this one. Honey, up, don't please. plug in your phone. We're not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? You got I don't know anything about uh diabetes but like so when i was like i need to charge my diabetes yeah, no. sorry can't no. do it uh, truck's gonna die <laughs> yeah. you're gonna just just figure it out yeah like, ah! toughen up <laughs> toughen up <laughs> yeah so uh if i doesn't tell you how we feel about uh the f-150 lightning um i'll sum it up for you real quick it, it sucks yeah stupid like there was one in our parking lot that was like parked off to the side and i thought it was broke down and i literally shed tears of happiness but then i but then i i realized that it wasn't broke down and he drove off and then i shed a different tears of sadness yeah because we wanted it i wanted to yeah. see it broke down so bad <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen we greatly appreciate all you guys tuning in uh if you want to check out that article um I think we'll try and post it in the link here, but it's basically he's probably he's probably the only guy on Motor Trend talking shit about the Ford Lightning. I'll put yeah. it out there. Yeah. But uh yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six eight Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.